Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Welcome to another sparkly ladypreneur podcast with uh, Therese and I from Spirit for Success. So with me is the gorgeous, the marvelous, the magnificent, the magical Therese Tucker. That was awesome. That was like the Department of Redundancy Department kind of intro. <laughs> I didn't flow. So no wording. <laughs> it was awesome. I dig it. So hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Today is going to be a, another interesting gem because, um, and I'm trying to talk and type and that never works either. So no, clearly... I'm also on the Hot Mess channel. Hot Mess Wednesday. (gasps) It's Hot Mess Wednesday, guys. Okay. Thursday if you're in Australia. (laughs) There you go. Actually, we decided last night that maybe we should just call this Hot Mess September (laughs) that way. (laughs) And that way (laughs) covers you all. You're totally dismissed. From now to the end of September, fuck up royally. You've got a free pass. (laughs) We'll be right there with you. (laughs) (laughs) awesomeness all right so we we have a topic we're only going to be going for about half an hour today because we've got the spirit circle for those of you who are in our success circle membership wait well let's i'm i'd like to extend it to everybody here who's watching you have basically half an hour to join us to be part of our awesome full moon spirit circle rach do you want to explain to them what that is what the magic it's, is. It's kick-ass. Hardly. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Spirit Circle is um, an amazing 90 minutes with the two of us where we uh, connect in with our team in spirit. We also do a little bit of source for shift work and, and get rid of what's getting in the way. Now, the full moon is all about releasing what is, is no longer required but is also blocking our ability to manifest what we want. So new moon is about manifesting and the full moon is about releasing. Now you can't kind of fill a bucket that's already full of crap. So release (laughs) is really, really important. I love that. (laughs) I I want to actually fill a bucket that's full of crap. So I'm glad that that you can't. (laughs) What what I love about the spirit circles though, is it's kind of like the best. uh, You get a little taste of everything that Rach and I do rolled in to one thing. So you get to do school for spirit stuff. You get to do source for shift. You get to experience the group energy and the powerful mastermind that we get when with our success circle membership. And it's all in this beautiful 90 minute chunk. And what I love about it is because we are working with the lunar energy and the cosmic energies, it's always different. Like we, when once we tap in, yeah, we don't know where it's going, but it's always uh, awesome. It's uplifting. Something always shifts. So if mm-hmm. you're looking for that, and by the way, I I'm not going to give away too much here because we're going to be talking about it in depth in the full moon spirit circle, but this is a very psychic moon. We got a lot of psychic mm-hmm. energy stuff. So there's, there's big things coming through and a lot of people are shifting anyway. We were, I think we're going to talk a little bit about that today. A lot of people are feeling the shift. And, and the, the shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, I'm going to type right now while Rach is talking, I'm going to put the link in for the full moon spirit circle. There's only half an hour left before we close the doors for this one. So if you want to join us, jump on that. Go ahead, Rach. Make, <laughs> make beautiful talk while I type. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we've, um, 
the, the spirit circles have been highly transformational for a lot of people. And what I also love is that Therese allows whatever energy and guidance to come through. And it's a, an energy transmission as well as guided, like a visualization type thing, but it's always so potent and so powerful when we do it with the, the, the moons. And then at the end of our spirit circle, there is just kind of like what we do here is psychic Q and a where you get to ask questions and get uh, psychic insights from Therese and coaching from me, if you choose. So it's, 90 minutes, like it's full on, like come with a notebook, a pad, a yep. notebook and a pad. Fire. Notebook and a pen. <laughs> Fire. Bring your own matches. <laughs> and uh, um, it's recorded. You get to keep yes. it forever, which is really cool too. So a lot of the exercises that are in there, yes, they're super potent for this moon cycle, but they're relevant mm. anytime you want to do release work. Um, and for those of you who are keen on digging in and getting rid of some crap, there you go. There's a tool for you to use right there. Easy, easy, easy. All right. So let's jump into the topic for today, which I've got a blank on right this second, but I know we were talking about questions, psychic <laughs> stuff. Over to you. Okay. So yesterday, Rach and I had our weekly channeling session that we get together with our team. We channel the energy that comes through. And a lot of the stuff that comes through is actually for the masterclass series that we give to our success circle membership. Um, and it's always these cutting edge thoughts that also push Rach and I and our mm -hmm. own personal boundaries of what, what's right, true and real for us. Mm -hmm. um, so it's never, uh, what I love about it and what's challenging about it is it's always just outside the comfort zone, the information. It usually gets validated later. So where, that's where I become comfortable is when, it, when the validation shows up. Then I'm like, okay, now I can fully accept. But the information that comes through is really powerful and um, transformative. We were asking them, we were talking about, okay, it, you know, solar eclipse happens. I keep talking about this 40 days and 40 nights of crap fest that's coming up. And other people... Other healers are actually talking about it too. They're saying a lot of their clients are coming to them and saying, why is this happening? What happened? I thought things were going to get better. You know, the short answer is yes, things are getting better, but a lot is getting shifted. So when we talked to the team yesterday, Rach, what was one of the things that like really stuck with you uh, yeah. from that session? One of the things that really stuck with us is with me was they were talking about how we still as a, a human being attach so much to our external world that can then has the power to determine whether or not we feel like a good person or oh, if yeah. we feel like things are going well. So, and it was a real kind of revelation for me to, to be able to step back and go, okay, well, how can I step into a place of no matter how much money's in my account, no matter how angry someone might be at me or how, um, you know, things are not, when things are not going right, how can I still be saying it's a good day and I'm a good person and to realize how many, just by sitting in that space to realize how many things we've attached the external world to that determines whether or not we feel good or it's a good day. So that was huge. Like, mm, okay, I want to nod around on that for a little bit, but there was more around how we, we determine from where, how do I word this? We are still using archaic, old paradigm um, structures and beliefs that are now outdated, that we no longer need. But because we haven't embraced 
who we are as a human race and our ability and capability, we're still using the old ones and that's what's keeping us stuck. Now, I'm going to throw it to Therese because she's got a prime example of one thing that she's aware of. Um, now, this was interesting because what I got from it was that there was a lot of attachment on how to do things. Mm -hmm. And there, uh, I want to preface this by saying they're not saying you have to drop the methods that you're using. That's not by any means, but literally that you need to stop attaching the results you think you're getting from those methods, that the method was the thing that did it. Um, and I, I'm going to get more specific about what I mean here. Uh, this is a, this one was one of the more challenging concepts that came through for me. And I'll give you my own personal take on it. Um, and I've seen myself adapt. I've seen myself adapt. So I get what they're saying, but I, but I still have a lot of attachment that I'm working through. Um, so for me, spirituality right? There's a way to be spiritual. And I'd love it if you guys who are in here, hey, Caitlin, would thumbs up and let me know if you understand what I mean. I'm going to explain this further, but there's a way to be spiritual. And I mean, you got to get in there and meditate. You got to, you know, do some kind of practice for your body where you're connecting your body and your breath. You got to go out and ground your energy into the earth. You got to, you know, use these crystals, drink this juice, um, you know, where this kind it's there's so many things that are happening that are that are also kind of being presented to us in fact there's a lot of marketing out there mm. to be spiritual there's spiritual marketing um even the moon circle thing you know i love these spirit circles i i ain't giving these up i love these they mean something to me but the idea that i have to do it to be in alignment with lunar energy is bullshit mm. It's bullshit. You don't have to. It's a choice I make, and that's more empowering. Um, do I need a, to hold crystals while I, you know, read you guys? Absolutely not. And so many times, my team has literally pulled the rug out from under me and taken away all of my attachments so that I could see that it really isn't the attachment that gives me the power. It's the meaning I give the thing. And I'm going to – and we actually discussed this a bit in the first um, – module of school for spirit we talked about power symbols and talismans and the way a talisman works is it could literally be a rock from your backyard but the more energy you give it the more energy it has to give back and it's like a boomerang thing but it always started with you the talisman never had the power you had the power you imbued the power into the thing the thing now reflects your power back to you and the more you send it power the more it like it's like a boomerang but it always starts with the person and the thing is with all the spirituality with all the stuff that's going out there we forget that the original source of the power was always us it wasn't the crystal it wasn't the class it wasn't the it wasn't the ritual it wasn't the ritual it was you yeah and and that was it, it's it's a tough one for me to let go of because I'm so comfortable with it. I'm comfortable with the fact that something outside of me gives me power. Right? <laughs> Whereas I've been the opposite. I've actually been in, not reluctant, but it took me a long time to kind of pick up crystals or to pick up, um, you know, follow like saging, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and what they, you know, I think I intrinsically knew that the power was in me, but I was not getting 
confirmation externally to me that said that that was the case. The Everything I was getting told was, oh, you need to use crystals, you need to sage, you need to do this, you need to do that. Here's the ritual you need to follow in order to be, um, you know, connected to your team and spirit or whatever. Now, we did follow rituals when we first started doing our channeling session because it felt good and that's oh, yeah. what we were kind of going I need to it. do. I needed it. I needed that initially, yes. Yeah, and it's the same when I'm teaching my Source for Shift. I'm teaching a framework, but I actually know because I've moved past all of that, I don't need to go through the framework. I can literally just have the thought, clear the thing, program in all in an instant. But there's a part of our human brain that goes, I need to feel like I'm you know, following the system or I need to feel like there's something else that has the power. And that is a huge mindset shift because mm. at any moment our thoughts our energy can shift things in an instant. We don't need anything, and, and some of them are crutches. They're not oh, yeah. um, giving us, any, they're not helping us at all, but they're a crutch that we lean on. Yes. And I guess what, what we're kind of suggesting is that you start to look at, you know, where are you saying, oh, that thing has the power, or mm -hmm. I need to do that ritual or, do the, or have that thing in order to be powerful as I am. Yeah. Cause it, and it's so funny because people are already commenting on this. They're, they understand the concept. And Sylvie, I think you nailed it on the he head when you said, I, I just love them. So I guess it's a choice I make. Bingo. Choice, choice is the answer. It, if you can, the whole idea here that, that the esoteric team is trying to send out is not that you don't have to get rid of it. You don't have to stop no. doing it. You don't have to alter it in any way. The only thing that they are suggesting you consider is who has the power here. And if it's not you, why? Exactly. Add it because you want to, but not because you think you need it. That's the difference. Choice, need. You're so powerful. And we are, we are all so powerful. And they're like, you guys just, you could just fathom the innate power that, that resides within you you know, all of these things then simply become reflections of that power, that your power. Mm. It's not a powerful crystal. It is powerful because you observe it and your presence gives it power. And here's the other thing that I was saying yesterday too, was that, um, you know, our ability and our capacity 10 years ago isn't isn't what it is now, if that makes sense. Um, it's better now. Yeah, We're stronger. It's, better. it's exactly right. So where 10 years ago when in things about manifesting a law of attraction were coming out, it was harder because we weren't as high vibrational frequencies. It wasn't, uh, we didn't have the same capacity that we do now. Whereas now, you know, learning about manifesting a law of attraction is, um, you know, it's so common and we are able to manifest in an instant. Like we're a lot faster at it. We are so yes. much better at it and we are manifesting all the time. So our evolution, our human race has evolved to that point, but our oh, yeah. processes, which is what they were our, telling us. But our cognitive awareness that we have changed, that's what they were addressing. And, and it's mm. not everybody. So please don't try to, um, don't hear it as a generalization. Some of mm. us are more consciously kind of getting it right but there is and maybe not all across the board though so maybe in some areas you've allowed that um idea that i have upgraded or i have i have a new system operation system going on you've allowed that thought in but there are other areas where you're holding on to outdated beliefs about it right and then let me try to give you an example one for me is meditation and mm -hmm. this is where they were kind of pulling me up personally 
and maybe my story matches yours, but I have a lot of ideas about how to do it right. And I've tried to start releasing those. Um, but because of my beliefs, I'm holding myself back from experiencing just how deep I can go, how quickly I can go. And they're saying, you know, that you're following a system that would have worked well 10 years ago, would have been extremely efficient 20 years ago. And, you know, maybe I'm even reading material that came out that long ago. There, there's a lot of really strong esoteric materials out there um, that are valuable. And, they're, and they're not, they are not dismissing that. They're just simply saying that that is a manual for a car built in the 1960s. Your engine is an engine from 2017. Can you not see that they would run very differently? It doesn't mean that that system is not applicable. It simply means that you're kind of, <laughs> you're not in alignment with what's really, what you're really working with. Which and what's really I, possible for you. Right. Yeah. So I think we're hearing more of and more of it. Um, you know, I think in a lot of ways we're moving back to a more natural way of being and we're seeing it more and more where we're in connection with, you know, herbs and, and oils and, you know, healing foods and all of that, which is going back to, to, you know, some original basics, but it's taking that to another level and adding the energy side of things and understanding that we have like, it's anything's possible in energy. And I think that's where it kind of blows our mind a bit. It's like, okay, what it, the matrix, like where we can just download how to do things that's becoming possible. And yes, it is. Um, it's, there's so many opportunities and capabilities that we're not even questioning because we are so still just running the old program. We're just in the old routine of, okay, this is the way it's done. So challenging you to, to get outside of the routine, the way that you do things and see, just tune into and go, okay, well, is there, a, can I ground with just saying the word ground? Can I connect with just saying the word connect? Can I, you know, do I even have to say it? That's exactly right. You actually don't. <laughs> you actually don't. You already are connected. Let's just say that. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of things that are outdated that we haven't because we don't question it. We don't even realize that we're still running the old, old. No, software. exactly. I think that that's that's kind of what I, what I felt too is that I'm not seeing. Uh, um, they're asking me to look at the areas that I'm just taking for granted that that is the way it is, right? It just that's how you meditate. That's kind of what my mind was at. I had figured it out. There was nothing new to learn there, and for me or I thought, <laughs> and they were like, aha, but is there, <laughs> you know, question, mm. question it. Um, how are you different now? And what was really interesting is last night I did a Facebook live on my profile and I did a quiz with people and the quiz I thought was written in the nineties. The it was like early 2000 is when I think it came out. And as I was reading these questions out to people, I was laughing because I'm like, these are to me, for who I am right now, so many of these are a yes. It's like obvious. Like to me, that's almost like that doesn't imply I'm psychic. It's simply just how I am. Um, and this whole quiz was how psychic are you? You know, yes or no. And so many people answered that they got a lot of yeses. And some of them to me felt like answers that were like, duh, <laughs> you know, that's being alive. <laughs> right? But what was interesting is when I got that book and I took that quiz originally, I had a lot of no's on there. So I thought, how interesting that, you know, almost 20 years later, and I'm very different. I mean, which obviously, you know, we grow, we mature, we expand our consciousness, but really just 
capability wise. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I always look at myself that way. I don't look at capabilities unless I'm consciously trying to grow something And it. For me, then it has to be hard, but none of this has been hard. It's just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Um, which means that I kind of went unconscious about it a little bit, at least as I'm like reviewing this live with you guys, it's so weird to do, but that's kind of been my process. I mean, the things that I tried to do, I think I'm aware of the capability growth, but in general, just raising the frequency, just doing the work that I've done, other areas grew. Like I grew flowers, if you will, in places I didn't know flowers would be growing. That makes sense. (laughs) I've got a whole bunch of visuals that I'm not even going to share on that one. Don't be gross. I'm just <laughs> okay, be gross. But yeah, so my flower bed is blossom. <laughs> no whippersnippering of the, the weeds here. Excellent. All flowers. So I, I'm just reading um, Caitlin's comment. She's saying, so it's okay. I've been eating pure comfort carbs the past few days as long as I don't give it a negative attachment. Okay. You, you know what? I want to tell you. How many remember that documentary, Supersize Me? Do you guys remember that early 2000s? And the guy goes to and eats McDonald's for like 60 days straight or something crazy like that. And on the path of doing that, he meets a guy who does that every day. The guy eats three Big Macs a day and he wasn't affected by it health-wise. I am not suggesting anybody do that. I feel the reason that the guy had a negative effect to the food other than I, I don't believe it's healthy, but neither did he. Okay. He Mm. knew it wasn't healthy when he created the documentary and he wanted to prove it wasn't. And he did, but then he meets this guy who's eating three big Macs a day. who thinks it's perfectly fine. The guy's perfectly healthy. So what Mm. is in control? They're eating the same food. He he ate at the same McDonald's and the one guy's getting worse and one guy feels fine. So all I'm saying is it very much is about the belief we put into it. And we're powerful beings. And, and our power doesn't stop at uh, conscious, um, you know, it, our power doesn't stop at success. It doesn't stop at healing. It doesn't stop mm. at X, Y, or Z. It's across the board. Mm. And here's the thing. Like you might have a belief that that food is, is comfortable and healthy, but you've got to be 100% aligned with that belief, not just part of you going, oh, I really want to believe that that's true, but there's a part of me going, oh, that's not this as is bad. bad. <laughs> this is like, this is bad. <laughs> so you've got to be in complete alignment with, with the belief for it to be completely true and reflect that in your body and in your external world. So I just wanted to add that. So, Rach, how, first of all, that's a really good point. I absolutely agree how would someone know if they're fully in alignment? Like, wouldn't, would you suggest that they figure out a belief that they have that they're 100% behind as a kind of test or a uh, control yeah, thought? I guess, I guess one of the questions to you, there's a couple of questions you could ask yourself. One, is it a fact? Cause the second you decide it's a fact, it's, there is no doubt whatsoever. It's a fact. Um, but if there's any kind of doubt, like any part of you that goes, oh, I'm not sure, then you're not in 100% alignment with that belief. Mm. That'd probably be a quick indicator. I mean, with all muscles for shift students, you know how to muscle test. <laughs> you can ask the questions around, am I in 100% in alignment with the belief that blah, 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 and you'll either get a yes or a no. 
So we, we're actually getting close to wrapping it up here. So I wanted to kind of like, let's encapsulate this whole thought concept for them. Now, one thing I want to just touch base on is one of our, um, one of the people watching Hosanna. Hey, Hosanna. She was saying that she doesn't feel these, uh, the 40 day, 40 night thing I'm talking about. Um, and I, I, I'd like to clarify that just a little bit really quickly. It's not black and white. It's no. not it, for some people they feel um, it's a scale. Mm-hmm. And what I'm referring to is that all the uh, subconscious crap, if you have any subconscious crap in the way of your growing into this even Next brighter, <laughs> more powerful version of you, if there's anything that's kind of blocking you and what I'm, noticing and seeing and, and observing and experiencing is that it will be surfaced to deal with and that there are some stuff um things surfacing or situations they're not it's not, not all consistent. day every day exactly yeah. it's not all day every day it's moments that come up and they're illusion they're illusional they're illusional that's not the word that's it is now illusory <laughs> i don't know what the word i'm looking for is but they are it's an illusion it's an illusion and what comes up is this situation that feels like this is so hard, I can't do it. And what I've noticed is that it's tempting you to react. It wants, this situation is kind of there to show you if there's energy stuff. to react, stuffed, mm. reactive stuff. And the idea is not to buy into the illusion. Even if you react, call, pull yourself out and just be like, no, 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 that's temporary insanity. <laughs> that, temporary it's not insanity. true. It's not true. And it dies really quickly, actually. I'm not experiencing the same uh, issues daily. It's new stuff. And as I move through it, it dies away and a new thing comes up and goes, bah-ha-ha! <laughs> you still have to work on this. That's and all it, I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, and everybody's so, experiencing it differently. There are definitely quite a few people that are experiencing it more intensely right now um, and others who aren't. And if you're not, that's don't worry fine. about it. Great. I'm like, I wish I could be you right now. So that I <laughs> don't feel, I don't want you to feel that that means you're not upgrading. You, you are. No. Often period. when in those periods in between, it's often because you're integrating at a, deep, at a deeper level. And I read that from Matt Kahn yesterday, which reminded me like, oh, okay. You don't need to be constantly going through the, the discomfort for you to be no. growing. A Absolutely. lot of the growth also happens between those as well. You're integrating. Yeah. So your whatever your process, whatever's happening, it's totally valid, and I'm not invalidating it. Nor would I would I would not like you to be like, well, I'm not feeling that. So either that's wrong or this is wrong. Neither, neither. You're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) And ultimately, I mean, even our experience and our version of the world may be different to yours, and that's okay. Our truth could be different to your truth, and that's okay. No one is wrong. It is just, we create our own realities. So those and worlds. Exactly. And, and one of the things the team always brings out, likes to talk about is how much we've over compartmentalized everything. Here's the deal. You're a unique, beautiful snowflake and you're the same as me. Okay. But you're still, we're both snowflakes. You're a different pattern than me. That just, it just shows you that your perception, your experience, your gifts, your abilities, your, uh, where you're at in the book is a little different. Doesn't mean that that we're not relating or that we're not having similar experiences, but yours is going to be uniquely yours. Mm. Um, and I think celebrate that and don't force yourself to be um, 
Anything. And I do, I, the reason I say this too is maybe you're not even experiencing that, but I'm reminding myself, I don't have to be in that, you know, I don't need to uh, bandwagon. That's, <laughs> sometimes that happens though with spiritual stuff. You know, you see other spiritual people that you highly um, respect or admire or kind of want to be in that, that group, right? And so you see them saying, I'm going through this and, and you're like, oh crap, I need to go through that to be a part of it. Yeah. Well, this we should be happening. Yeah, no, you don't. Everybody's <laughs> got a unique experience. So, Absolutely. Yes. So our uh, takeaway from today is to look at where you have decided you need certain things in order to be in your power or to be you and to start looking at, uh, you know, examining them, allowing yourself to let them go and to remind yourself that you have the power always. Always have the power and you don't have to let it go either. Just... Be conscious if you're making that choice. And like Sylvia had said for herself, she makes the choice because it makes her happy. Perfect. I get it. I've got a ton, shit ton of crystals in front of me right now, Sylvia, because it makes me happy. <laughs> and each one of these things I've imbued with a certain type of energy, but I am remembering that I did the imbuing. Mm. It didn't, they did not given me anything. I didn't give them first. That's all. Mm. All right. Perfect. So we want to remind you that we're on iTunes. And we're doing some cool, epic boss lady shit <laughs> in the background. So, Rach, how can they help support us to, so that we can show them all the goodies that are being made? Yes. So we need you to subscribe to our channel in iTunes. We'll put the link in below. And from there, we're all things going really, really well very quickly. We'll be having an app that you can access our podcast on and we'll be adding some extra cool shit that you can access specifically through the app so in order to get there we need to get a bunch of subscribers that all love and adore us and if you wouldn't mind writing a review if you do love and adore us because we love and adore you um that would also be really really helpful so thank you thank you thank you awesome so we are going to wrap it up because we're about to get ready to go into our our chosen ritual circle because it feels good it feels fucking epic so we're gonna do it <laughs> and we can't wait to see you guys there um so all of you that have psychic questions i'll be over there and i'll be answering them for you and until next time relax we've got this we totally got this bye bye Thanks for listening to the show. To learn more about Rach and Therese and all of our awesome offerings, go to spirit4success.com or find us on Facebook. In fact, why not join our kick-ass and sparkly group, Kick-Ass and Sparkly Lady Paneurs Unite. Until next time, relax. We got this.